0: Welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. Who thought taking the river dance tap dancing extravaganza to a graveyard was a good idea? Ruin tugs. Idiots. Yes, join us this Saturday
1: as we take river dance to tap dance on your graves.
2: I'm not an idiot. <laughs> That's mean. So today's episode is season three, episode 11.
1: You're not even going to welcome the audience.
2: Welcome to the show, <laughs> Online Identities. Versus the workplace. You know, Tugs, there's a lot of people that say that you're too hard on me.
1: I'm not hard. The
2: more you know. (laughs) Just Get out of here. (laughs) All right, so the topic... You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) So the topic today is going to be, where do you draw the line? Do you keep two profiles?
1: Before, as usual... are we talking
2: about work as well?
1: Well, right. But yeah. let's bullshit for a minute. Okay, bullshit. How was your week? I'm doing good. <laughs> good. I like, think it's a good
2: week. How was your week? It was shit. What?
1: Yeah. What is this, a dating game? No, no. This is where we recap our week. I I received some personal very bad news and have been trying to figure out what to do with that. So it was shit. <laughs> but on the flip side, there were some highlights. I did pick up Rayman Legends on the Wii U because that's what it was designed for. Woo-hoo! And it's so much fun. It's
2: so much fun. I love it. It is
1: extremely it. artistic and I like it.
2: Me and um, Kura have been playing it like left and right. So
1: um, The other thing is I got the Kingdom Hearts strategy guide for, it finally came out and it sucks ass. So if anyone out there was thinking about getting it, don't get it. It sucks. It like doesn't even have most of the content that you need. Really? Yeah. It was just like they took the first edition game, put the same things in and then we're like, hey, we're good. Forget that it's final mix and there's more stuff i mean there's a few things but not the stuff you really just want. just
2: reprint there you go
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut the we her on money <laughs> we printed it on premium bamboo paper <laughs> we're part of an evil corporation <laughs> and then something else happened this week
2: what is that
1: the mcrib is back
2: oh my gosh everybody run and hide and stop listening to our show <laughs> go away <laughs>
1: I've had many, and they are delicious. Actually, I think they're better than last year's McRibs. Ugh. There's less gym Mat, more meat.
2: It's so disgusting. Okay. And
3: 50% more Herschel squirts. It's
2: so <laughs> disgusting.
3: And weather with Herschel squirts. Well, you played the news intro, so... Hey. <laughs> yeah, you know too. what?
2: I think that we need to do like some sort of thing on our website. like Who likes McRibs? Who doesn't?
1: Nope, it doesn't matter, because I'm one of the hosts, and so I get 50% of the vote with you.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so I have the other 50%. And well, I don't, no, it's a 51.49 like actually. Uh, oh, okay. I have oh. the controlling interest. Uh, oh, okay. Whatever.
4: <laughs>
2: and fuck you to you too. All right, so <laughs> on with the show.
1: Fuck you to you. <laughs> fuck you. You can't even fuck me right. What's wrong with you? <laughs> whatever. Oh, fuck are you, fuck are me. <laughs>
2: You know what? There is some sort of like 12-year-old kid that's listening to the show. This show is not
1: yeah, for Ritchie. children who are underage or, or not at the age of majority in their state.
2: Or there's some like old mother that's like, old mother, older yeah. lady that's listening to our show. and Some like, old maid. My kid listens to this show. Hello, old
3: lady. If, I approve of this show.
2: Oh, my.
4: If you are not of age, fuck
3: off.
2: Oh, since when have we gotten to this far of, like, swearing all the time? On I know, Firewater there's swearing? a lot of
4: F-bombs.
1: We're, we, are, we are canning the F-bombs for a while.
2: We need to, like, get back to our original innocent self. What the fuck?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and here I was all prepared for PG.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I've had a good week, except I got, like, super sick, and then I came home. What you mean, get sick came... with? I don't know, I just... Like, the flu or something. Too much Just
4: Fox things. diabetes.
2: Just
1: diabetes. Yeah, you would get diabetes with the amount of cookies. Oh, did you see Chips Away has brownie cookies? Like, where it's cookie and then brownie inside? They are so good. They oh. are good. Yeah. I want
4: one. I know. I got, like, the last package at the store. No, they restocked and then I oh, got the last they? package. Oh, nice.
2: Anyways, <laughs> that's good news for the week. A new cookie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Paper. holiday cookies are coming out. Do you have a favorite holiday cookie? holidays are coming out like they've never Tim been Tams. out before. Oh,
4: because yeah. Tim Did you bring Tim's? Milo?
2: Tim? T- no. It's not Milo, it's Milo.
1: You just open that thing.
3: <laughs> oh, bite it. <laughs> He'll break his diabetes teeth. Get a cut on his Wilford Brimley mustache.
1: Rue has a mustache for Movember.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand Movember. Can 12-year-old girls
1: grow facial hair? I do have hair? a little
2: bit. See?
1: Yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that called the bearded clam?
2: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, like seriously, I cannot grow a beard. Like, if I was to grow my beard out for November, it would look exactly the same exact way that it does right now. So, anyways.
4: <laughs> so bare bottom. Did you know the gene for growing beards is also the same gene for baldness? So if you don't have facial hair, you actually won't go bald. Bullshit. Really? No, that's that's. Look what at me. It, uh, you shave. That doesn't count.
3: Your hair is afraid of you.
4: So I won't
1: to go. i just too bald. sexy for it. Yeah, I'm that's
4: what they said. Sexy
1: yeah, for give me five. Well, no, that doesn't make sense.
4: Yay. No, 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 no. You have to shave to not
1: grow a beard. So no, you're... no,
4: no, no, no. Like people like Rue, like who don't grow facial hair. That's like the same gene for oh, baldness. So he inverse. doesn't grow facial hair. That's
1: not a gene. That's just the hair passing through the skin on your face and moving down. <laughs> right. Read <laughs> yeah. your damn cookie. It
2: says, "Holt."
1: Holt? Holt? Your cookie says Holt. Gustav Holt.
2: This is what it says. It says, hold too tight to what you hold dear, and it will slip away in bed with a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Yup.
4: Thank you, Lana. Try, try, try Try that one more time.
2: Okay. Hold too tight to what you hold dear, and it will slip away in bed with a cookie. Yep.
0: So
3: this has been our PSA about autoerotic asphyxiation. Asfis- ex- asfis- sorry. Wow. Oh. wow, you just
2: almost killed our voice. I'm our so pet. sorry.
3: I'm flailing around here. I just get excited. <laughs> I'm, glad uh, my, I'm glad my head wasn't in the way. You would have pixi- my mouth off.
2: I- <laughs> <laughs> you Try- would have had a mouth full of, of afro <laughs> ap- ap-
3: a math full of it. What? <laughs> what is this? This is going into adventure time. <laughs> math this?
0: <laughs> All right. we the people the
4: feel
1: <laughs> welcome back from potty break.
4: Yay. Yay!
1: We hope that you are empty. So let's introduce our what? guest, Rue.
4: <laughs>
1: we don't want him to take a break.
3: All right. Who are you, guest?
2: He's empty.
3: Are you uh, empty? I am empty. <laughs> Goddamn vacuum in my head. Whoa, not there. All right. So
2: <laughs> So tell us about yourself.
3: Who are you? Well, I'm a
1: person. Hi, um, person.
3: I have lovely hair.
1: How many weeks have you been sober?
3: <laughs> no, uh, three. <laughs> Hi, my name's Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Now
2: please recite the pledge.
3: The I pledge. pledge allegiance to the fag. No,
2: what? <laughs> hey.
3: Richie, stand up.
2: Okay, here I go.
3: Here I go. Here I go. He's so Utah, and it's just, it's adorable. Uh, and he was shaking, why
1: were you shaking your butt? I don't know.
3: You're going to break I the studio chair. Stop doing that. No wagging. Wag, wag just your tail, not your butt. No, that was just secondary motion of him standing up. <laughs> it's like an earthquake. What are you? Aftershocks. Uh, <laughs> I'm Aftershocks. <laughs> what, a- my, what character? Huh? Oh, oh, okay. So f- for real this time, not just for play-play. Uh, <laughs> my name's Mark. Um, I like long walks on the beach. Um, my character's a kangaroo. His balls are upside down it's true it's an abnormality <laughs> also I have a pouch it's a strap-on <laughs> how long have you been involved with the fandom uh, Too long. Um, no let's see 2006 I think oh, so old. I got roped into it how'd you get roped into it tell us tell us a story my boyfriend is roll into furries and uh, and <laughs> You know, needed to get me some little, uh, something something on the side, so got me into some furs. How did that conversation get? Was it awkward? It was kind of muffled because there was a ball gag involved, so... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay,
2: okay, I'll get a fursuit.
3: The safe word is cunnilingus majoris. (laughs) You know, that's about how it went. Nice. <laughs> no, it actually it was hilarious <laughs> because uh, the boyfriend was like, "So I want to do, I want to dress up like a werewolf, because um, for this was for Halloween." Oh, no, 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 this wasn't. It sounds <laughs> like a sex. Th- it, it does. does it's sound in the like middle a of, of the
1: spring, I think I'm gonna dress up like a werewolf tonight. No, 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 no.
3: No. <laughs> no, this was actually. I think this was before we were dating. Um, but. Um, they were having a costume contest at the call center that we were both working at. And he's like, I want to dress up like a werewolf. And he tells me this, like, you know, two, three days before Halloween. And since I'm the only one that can sew, I'm staying up till like midnight every night, trying to, trying to sew this thing, buying fabric at Walmart at like three in the morning. The ladies are going, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on here? Don't ask questions. Just give me fabric and coffee. Um, <laughs> And that that was that was the foray in into into furries. He dragged me along to a Utah furry meet. Meet, yeah. That I think it was the UFF back then, the Utah Furry Forum. And I was like, this is interesting. Um, and uh, boyfriend's also big into into comics, anthropomorphic comics. So um, and ponies. Uh, well, that's true. The ponies came later; they were an afterthought.
4: <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> Um, but there was one in particular, the class menagerie, um, that it was basically furries in college and, and he showed me, and it was really interesting, even those anthropomorphic, I mean, I, Calvin and Hobbes and all that, I've been there, done that, and really enjoyed it, but it was, it was actually really well written. The, the, the artist author who, who drew that did a very good job with it. And, but one of, one of the characters in there, Mikey, is a, a kangaroo who's double majoring in physics and I think it's music um, because those are so related they are uh, <laughs> was just harried all the time and always always running from from thing to thing he was doing a, a theater performance as, as, as well and giving music lessons and it just reminded my boyfriend of me apparently he's like oh you're always harried and you're trying to do so many things at once and you're just so intellectual i'm like oh thank you and thank you i guess thank you and good night not (laughs) not in that order though but um that that's how the kangaroo fursona came came to play
2: so how many cons have you been a part of i have you gone to
3: um i've i've gone to two um my first one was f this was the double tree fc right Yes. That was FC 2007 was the last one, I think. Eight. Ten. Eight? Eight. Oh, was that? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It wasn't the Double Tree. It was in the loop in San Jose. The Fairmont? Fairmont, yes. The Fairmont. Fairmont. I think that was 2010. Yes. RMFC yeah. 2009. That was my first one. Cause so I... you've been to three cons. Because I just moved. Well, so... Well, then Anthrocon. Yeah. But, But... You know, I'm a part of that, and it's a part of me.
4: <laughs> oh, I, I was, uh, my FC, hair
3: is inside you.
4: FC09 was the last one, because then there was 10 and 11, which is at the Fairmont, and then 12 and 13 is, is at the convention I center. I stand
1: corrected. Let the internet record show.
4: That's no internet. That's my head.
1: Well, no, I just, you corrected me on the air. Oh. It's, it's going to be on the internet.
2: So, Tugs, tell us more about this topic and I think we have an email that will get us into the topic. We do, correct? we
1: do. It is from the Trent. The Trent. Trent Reznor. Yes, Trent Reznor has written us. Well my panties Oh, are That'd be now. awesome. <laughs> Trent Reznor. Hey, it's all like rock music is in the email. All right. <laughs> <laughs> social media is one of the only places where we can socialize with anyone at any time, besides actually calling them. But who does that? And let me tell you this. What all the hell people. is it with all of these social sites that everyone is on? We used to be with Facebook and Twitter, to Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Tumblr, Instagram, Vine, Snapchat, and, well, I could name 50 other sites, and even worse, almost everyone lives on their phone. Whether it's people in class trying to sneak in a few ducked face selfies, or someone at work busy making a six-second Vine video, we can't seem to put our phones down. Even worse, parents are letting their nine-year-olds have freaking iPhones. What? Before I start to scare anybody with my screaming, I would like to point out that without social media, I wouldn't have ever found out about this podcast, and I definitely wouldn't have found out about other furries. He would have been the only one. It's weird how nobody at school knows about it, especially since one of my friends looked up my name on Google Images and the For What It's Worth logo came up. I don't know
3: how to react to this. Hopefully, like you guys are doing some bad SEO
1: here. I know, right. <laughs> Hopefully, when they do find out about the fandom, it won't be from the Season 5 premiere of Tosh.0. Well, I spent a lot of time, oh, I spent oh. a while on this computer, so I should send this email. Hopefully, this has got some people thinking. <laughs> Keep up the awesome work, Trent. Also, thank you so much for the art advice you guys gave me on your show a while back, and sorry it took this long to thank you. <laughs> so, as you can surmise from his email, we're going to be talking about internet identities versus the workplace.
3: So, did he give a fursona?
1: Uh He's given it to us in the past, but honestly, I can't recall offhand because I didn't have coffee. Oh, curses. I know. He's a Trent.
3: He's a wild Trent. A wild a wild Trent appears. Now I'm just imagining... Oh, now I'm imagining Magikarp trying to type on a computer.
4: Garp. Magikarp. Garp. 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 Flailing.
3: Splash on okay. the keyboard. Dear, dear Trent, you're now a Magikarp. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a, a hybrid no. with whatever else you are.
1: All right, so we've got a good mix of people in here. We, How many... We'll see you, you identify primarily through furry, right? For your self-identity? Yeah. I do, and then Mark does or
3: does not. Also oh, like worst. is that a question or a statement? It's me handing it over to you. Um well so let me back up. I I've written a an email into the show in the past. Oh, pack it up like a dump truck. <laughs> I'm not that fat. Cool. Um but this was for the um lifestyler. What kind of, Yeah, the lifestyler. Are you uh, are you really into it or are you just casual? So I'm I'm casual. Um, the boyfriend is definitely into it a lot more than I am. Um, I still can identify as a kangaroo, but I'm like, well, I'm a human first, you know. That's what I got fired out as. So <laughs> fired <laughs> out, fire I'm, in the hole. It, it really was. It was prompt March fourth at eight a.m. So how do you maintain your online identity then? Do you maintain it as an animal or as a people? Um, I used to do it as an animal. Um, but I've, I've gone back to, to person. I don't actually have my photo though. Unlike Twitter or anything like that. I've done Xbox.
1: Oh yeah. It's your avatar. huh?
3: Avatars or, or back when Yahoo had an avatar generator, you know, it's in, it's in funky positions like that. So like my Twitter icon is the Xbox avatar, but it looks like he's seeing something horrific.
1: And then Ru, you, you, you use your character, right?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, like I have two different Facebook accounts. One is for my real life account and one is for my um my furry account.
1: Okay, perfect. So why so you keep them separate?
2: Yeah, I do. The reason for it is because, you know, my boss or you know, my coworkers, they want to, like, be friends with me on Facebook. And I'm like, I don't want you to be friends with me on my account that I actually use. So I'll add you to my fake account. I mean, my my, my. fake account, which is technically my real account,
3: which, I don't know, <laughs> whatever. How does he keep it straight? I don't understand. <laughs> Do you keep one or two profiles? Um, That's the interesting thing, is my social network's actually vary based on... Whether it's it's the real me or the cover me, the cover cover me, cover me. it's the Ellen DeGeneres cover girl. <laughs> um, so my, my Ellen DeGeneres is uh, kind of, yeah Facebook, um, Google Plus. I've really gotten into since you can do circles. I really like that. Um, So I can, instead of having two separate profiles, I can just have one profile and then, you know, the salacious stuff, I just don't post to my public circles. I do maintain
1: a little bit of a paranoia that somehow that separation will be miscoded and break and someone will see something
3: they shouldn't. Um, There's always that fear in the back of my head. So, you know, I'm not posting like dick pics or anything anywhere. (sighs) I know. It's so sad. (laughs) It's just, <laughs> but honestly, dick what, pics, yeah. Richard, King
1: Richard. King
3: Are we Richard gonna get III. a gif of that too? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna
1: be all dancing.
3: I bet Doing you the river dance. I'd be helicoptering like Black Hawk down <laughs> oh, over here. My
4: gosh.
3: <laughs> Train wreck.
1: <laughs> oh, so I was I was gonna ask because you brought this up. What is with this? And maybe I just am a weirdo because you, I don't. Well, that's true. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know I run a show about it. Um, so I, I don't go out with my coworkers often. Uh, well, that's it's probably
3: good since you have a significant other.
1: I know, right? Uh, no, we, don't, we don't go out and socialize very often. We, we do it a, few, you know, a handful of times a year, but it's not like, oh, let's hang out all the time and text and talk. It's like, no, your work, and then there's the stuff I like to do, which is the rest of my life, and I'm whoever I want to be there. So what's this obsession with, oh, my boss and my coworkers all want to be on my Facebook
2: they just—I don't know. I think that it's just more or less it's a person that you see every single day, and maybe they want to be part of your life. I don't know. Like you, you gain friendships with those people, your coworkers, that you work with. Some people do, and so therefore they want to add them as friends and you know hang out with them and socialize and.
1: It just—it just seems to be like because you know how like in the because... 70s, 60s, 70s, seventies, eighties, and anything before then, it was all like well that's their personal stuff don't bring it to the office and now it's like hey, why is it not in the office
2: well tugs i think it has to do a lot with the like we have a social outlet to go to while a lot of these other people they don't have a social outlet their social outlet is work
1: Ugh, that sounds
2: terrible and so the people that oh, they know it is people that they hang out with those are their social social outlets
3: so you're agreeing with that um, I'm agreeing with the trend. I I've worked in it, it varies based on workplaces. Um, I've noticed that higher stress workplaces. So when I was working in call centers, that that the lines tended to blur between personal and work, and that I had friends that I would hang out with on the weekends from work. We watch movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in like now. Uh, relatively lesser stressful environment um it doesn't really happen um so it's like a coping thing maybe um it it could be um but yeah it was really big in the call center but that was it's like we're all in this together so we're all coping together commiserating just remember when you
1: call someone in a call center to be nice because pissing them off is the quickest way to not get anything done Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they go out and get drunk with their friends on the weekend It can't be furries. Here's an email. You want to read it? It's from I, Caleb Fox. I
3: do love emails. Okay. Now I'm envisioning a, a fox typing on a keyboard. That's exactly what they should be. And then they imagine Adipose
1: his in the studio. name is
3: Caleb? What does a fox type?
4: Oh, my What's, gosh. No.
0: Tacka, tacka,
3: tacka, Give me a carcass. Do I do this in a funny voice? Just Oh, damn. Uh... Hello, for what it's worth. Except he put four instead of fur.
2: <laughs> Whoops! Whoa!
3: Dear Caleb, Wrong. I'm very sad. This is Caleb Fox again. First, I want to start off by thanking you for answering my question in the furry video games episode. It really helped me, colon three. Just recently, I had an event that happened at work with a fellow coworker. A couple days before it happened, I was going grocery shopping at my work with my dad and forgot I had been wearing a furry shirt. Suspicion grew with one of my coworkers because of this. I had gone to the fair that day also and got a paw print airbrush tattoo on my arm. It sounds like you're not being subtle. Oh, and the fellow coworker was there. Okay, also, is your coworker stalking you? <laughs> <laughs> he was at the grocery store and then he was at the fair. A moment came when I had to go to the back of the store to get spill cleanup supplies and he was in. The- See, again, stalker! <laughs> I'm seeing the red light. He commented on my task. I obviously wasn't going to admit me being a furry. So I stated, no, I have a couple friends who are. Then he stated, well, you could add one more. So he really is a stalker furry. Oh my hell, honey, pull that ripcord. We're done. Abort. After he told me that, I confessed and said I was. I've got something to add. So, the so the short this.
1: story is: is this person found him at work,
3: okay, and
1: yep. and asked him if he was a furry,
3: okay. Well, yeah, they, they had a good laugh and started talking about how we got into the fandom, kind of like we did at the beginning of the show. Yeah, fake story about it, I was like furry characters and the fandom online through the baby fur community. I wasn't going to tell him that. Yeah, probably shouldn't start out. I enjoy baby furs. Uh, we're now friends, but something still bothers me. A while ago, he made a statement about baby furs are weird and he doesn't associate with them. Honey, that's okay. I don't, I think they're kind of weird, but I associate with a lot of them and I think they're lovely people. Good, I just, good you know, answer. Good answer. just don't go putting a diaper on my face or whatever <laughs> and we'll be fine. Keep it in the bedroom, just like racism. <laughs> Does she, ever, <laughs> does she ever do the blackface like, roleplay night? I play Oprah. It's pretty hot. Please don't cough into the microphone. I'm sorry. Coughing. Stop coughing into your vagina. What? Is that the end of the email? Um, He isn't really that close-minded, but I'm nervous to show him my F.A. due to some of the content he might not like. Uh, that, and I'm afraid if he finds out, I will lose my only furry friend in the area. I'm kind of clueless in this situation. As of now, we're work buddies, and I actually enjoy going to work. Well, that's, that's always a good thing. Um, I just hope he can accept me for who I am. Anyway, this email has dragged on for quite a bit. Thanks for taking time to read this. Wishing you hugs and cookies. X3. Yay, cookies. <laughs> you guys need to step pick, stop step-picking on Rue for reading things wrong, even though it's kind of funny. Well, they pick on me because I'm apparently bumbling over my words, so it's okay. Rue, we're BFFs. Yay! He's not the
1: only person who has furries in his workplace. Um, a friend of mine in San Francisco, everyone in his team is a furry.
4: We there's furries at our work too.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna talk about that in a bit.
2: So, 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 I have advice for you. I would highly recommend because a first of all, you were fearful with him finding out that you were a furry, right? But then you found out that he was a furry. And then, all of a sudden, now you're fearful of this other side of furry that you're fearful of sharing with him. And here's the thing. But, it's, he's, it's but probably he's made disparaging not... comments, though. He
1: has He has
3: made comments, his friend. Oh, It about... didn't sound like it was disparaging comments. Because he said... Um. um he doesn't understand that? him. Well... He thought it was weird. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. A while ago he made a statement about how baby furs are weird and he doesn't associate with it. Oh well I guess okay, maybe that Okay. I, I, I was thinking it was associate like, oh I can I can associate with that.
2: So what do you have to say, Mr. Tugs?
1: Um uh, just in general that um you you Because you you're crossed, the baby you've fur. You've crossed Yeah, because that makes me the expert. Yep. Um uh, because true. you've crossed the bridge, you've made it there. Your friends and, and your furry, and to be honest, do you need to tell him? I, I get that you want to be seen a certain way and you identify a certain way. That's cool. Um, I just, honestly, a lot of times I just let people assume what they want what, after a certain point. And if they want to go check out my F.A., whatever. Because by then they'll probably know me for who I am and go, oh, okay, it's not so bad.
2: But if you're actually like trying to hide yourself from it, like hide yourself from them. Like if they ask you for your F.A. and you're like, oh you know, I don't want to show it to you or something. He's like asking that.
1: for it. If he's asking it's like going in someone's bedroom. If you ask to go in someone's bedroom and there happens to be last night's negligee on the floor, while you ask to go in the bedroom, you weren't ask you were asking for a little more than normal. So
2: So if he asks you for your FA Give it, to just give it to him. Just give it to
3: him. Let him make his own decisions. Yes, because F.A. is just, you know, moral upstanding or whatever. No, it's yeah. it's accurate. Never before a wretched, no. more wretched hive of scottling you know villainy. When
1: I've met someone... No, that's ink bunny. When I've met no. someone... <laughs> <laughs> when I've met someone, though, I and I go to their F.A., I learn a lot about them based... Just, I mean, I mean, people's kinks will say a lot about their personality. Just like open-minded, not so open-minded. Like if I go to someone's F.A. and there's a picture of a fox praying to a cross... I'm probably not going to think the same thing as if I go to someone's FA and there's someone being gagged with a tentacle with 300 horse cocks or something.
4: A, a fox praying to a cock.
1: Something, yeah. Then I,
4: what? Yeah. No, don't. But no, but it, will
1: you, it will tell you a lot about who they are. So just be yourself. And if he's asking to go in your virtual bedroom and you're okay with it, then just give it to him and let him find last night's negligee on the floor.
3: I, I think yes and no. You have to look at also. It's a public record anyway. It, well yes, yes, but it has it, it sounds like the the this lovely gentleman hasn't given his um his FA or his, his furry name out necessarily. Or or something or 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 if you have, you've done it mistakenly, and this guy maybe already knows, maybe that's kinda why he was saying the bright maybe for comment. I don't know.
2: But here's the difference. Here you go. This is a coworker. So Say change change what you were saying, Mister Tugs. If it's a coworker and they're asking you for your fa, and they're
1: not a furry, they can fuck off. And they
2: are a furry. <laughs> um, and you, and they may have some problems with baby furs, and you're gonna have to work with this guy for a, on a daily basis.
1: You know, there comes a point where I'm just gonna have to be like, if they go find my fa, they can go find my fa. They bring it up. I can ask them. I don't want to talk about it in the workplace.
3: And if they persist in pushing it at that point, then it becomes an HR issue. Yeah, I, I don't really feel comfortable giving out my my FA address or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'd ra- rather not do that at work. You, you don't. You don't have to be a bitch about it. You just say, you know, I'm not. I kind of want to keep those two separate.
2: But does that have a different level for you? What but do you mean? What I mean is like this guy's a coworker, right? Versus. A furry that's
1: yeah. That's why I would say I don't want to talk about it at work. I would put that line in place, saying this is not something we're going to talk about in this environment. We need to change contexts first. Like it is your choice, which sounds weird. Uh, the the it, it's it's view. It's the point of view you're at. So where I sit, um, I've chosen not to broadcast that stuff. Like right. I, it's on the internet, and I and I know for a fact people have gone and found it.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't. Number one, I would be peppered with questions all day, and I would never get any work done. And it would spread like wildfire because call centers are gossipy places. Exactly.
3: Oh, sweet mercy, are they? Yeah.
1: Now, I don't take calls. I've been, I've been there long enough and I have a different role. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where it would affect me would be awkward questions from the boss, things like that. And as much as I would like to think that I know that my boss wouldn't care and that his boss wouldn't care, the people above him who get to make the purse string decisions about my job, right. they care. And it comes to the point where, unfortunately, I do have to play a certain amount of dumb corporate politics and just I don't know. keep Agreed.
2: the weird away. So Agreed. do you feel that um, that you announcing yourself as a furry in the workplace would keep you from a promotion?
1: Um,
4: actually, they, yeah. I, I would feel that way, too. Yeah. Actually, I'm not in that position where I have to care too much.
2: But how about your future with the company?
4: That's kind of why I've never been
1: open about it at work is because of that reason.
2: It. Didn't help me at all, so now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself, and I'm just going to be who I really am. Mm-hmm. And I'm much happier at work, and you know what? If it's going to cause me to not get a promotion because of it or something like that, then they can just, I don't, I don't at this point, I know it's really sad, but I don't really care anymore
1: <laughs> No, no. It, when it comes to them. Well, when you've been at a place long enough, it's, it's all right. I mean, you get to know the people you work with. And so those boundaries shift a little bit. Um, and it's, like I said, it's not those people I'm worried about. I just, I do know that there are, I've been in on these conversations when there's someone is trying to get moved up or whatever, and they've been denied a promotion because they were wearing a collar. And they're like, that it comes down to time and place. You know it's distracting from work.
2: Of course. I don't I don't wear a collar or anything like that. I mean the the most that I've ever done at work as far is like for example, like some of the show art that our fans send in. Sometimes I'll print it off and I'll put it up on my wall, you know? Like that's something that's that's fun. People have their family up on the wall. I have my furry pictures up on the wall.
1: Right. I mean, you just have to realize at the end of the day, there's a public record, and it has various things on it. The public record for the state of Utah says I'm on a board of directors for basically a furry con. I mean, if someone—if it was supposed to come up at work, or if it not supposed to, but if it happened to come up at work and someone asked me, I would say yes, and I don't want to talk about it here, and just usually, you know, fall into the time and place argument. If you really got to know, why don't you find me outside of work someplace? That's up to you to do, and I'll answer your questions. But that's not—this is not the place I'm going to talk about it because this is where I'm here to work.
3: Yeah, have. Well, you've—you've you've got a fairly strict delineation. I mean, um, like what Carter was saying with. Well, with people I trust and whatnot, people that are friends, and it's um,
4: a, yeah, it's outside of work. Like I don't talk mm-hmm. about it at work, but yeah, it's it's you know at their house or yeah, yeah, know yeah, at the okay. pub, at and that's fine. Or something. Yeah, I don't talk about it at work, but I do have coworkers that know, but we just don't talk about it, you know, at work. Yeah, yeah. you know, if they want right. to ask me outside of work, fine, you know, whatever. I'm not going to deny it. I mean, I I've got ponies in my cubicle, so you know, whatever. And, yeah, and and actually. Uh, all the girls that sit around me usually play with them more than I do. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm
1: moving little ponies on your desk. My yeah, little
3: do. donkey.
4: <decorate> <laughs>
1: so
0: many projects to get done. Well, I better get started.
4: Yeah, <laughs> miss me, ladies.
1: Ooh, someone's
0: been a naughty little kitty. Don't worry, ladies. There's enough for everyone.
4: My little donkey,
2: my little donkey, fly through the sky, ride right on a
4: cloud.
0: Oh yeah, girl. Is it too big for you? Oh, I bet it is. Yeah, that's a good little donkey. Yeah, you're such a dirty donkey. Uh, I mean, pussy. Yeah, you make me wanna clap time and time. sing. wait I mean... Gggggg. <laughs> Turn that crap down! I'm trying to- Pay the bills!
4: Ugh. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, baby. <laughs>
0: My little donkey, my little don- Don't, no, no! Get out of my head! (laughs) Fuck! My little donkey, my little donkey, I just need love so by all you can. <laughs> Spend all your money and prove You're a fad. Oh my God, Sheen, I love this show. Sheen? What are you doing? Either get me a towel or GET OUT This is Smokescale Aquatus, and you're listening to For What It's Worth, Ninjas Hijacked My Mother.
2: Welcome back. So we have an email from
1: Talking Into the Microphone.
2: TalkingInToThemicrophone.com. Kira the Fox. Hi, Kira. So here's the email that we have. The title is The Separation of Work and Pleasure. Hey, guys. It's been a while since I wrote in, but I saw this topic and I thought I should weigh in since I have a practically um, delicate situation. Um, I'm in the middle. I am a middle school English teacher, I, li- I am and living in Mexico, where no one knows what a furry really is, and we are just seen as a very strange fandom. I am lucky that the sexual element has not been attached to the furries around here. People just think it's weird. However, I do not think that I should bring my furriness to work, just as I should not bring my anime interest to work. I don't want the kids to get distracted. They are distracted enough by um, the beginnings of puberty.
1: (laughs) No kidding.
2: (laughs) They are impressionable. And I don't want someone stupid to tell them something bad about the fandom and to start spreading this negative light into a barely showing fandom in this country. My opinion on what everyone else should do is the same. What you do on your weekends is your own business. If you want to strip down naked, cover yourself in butter, and roll around in potatoes, then you can do that. You'll
1: be delicious, too.
2: (laughs) You just shouldn't do it at work. Just as the behavior would be weird for anyone to see, and almost impossible for anyone to understand. This is about this is how the furry fandom is from the outside. It is strange, and most of those who are not part of the fandom do not know how to wrap their brains around our strange behavior. There are times and a place for everything, and unless, a people, and, and unless the people you work with are open-minded, and you know that they are not negative towards the fandom, you should not bring the fandom to work. Kira the Fox.
1: I like that. She made the point that I didn't articulate too well in the last segment, which was time and place.
2: Yeah. It, it is true. When you're going to work, you're going there to work. Um, you're paid to go to work. <laughs>
1: You mean your company doesn't pay you to sit around and wear a tail?
3: Oh, I wish. No. <laughs> there's Actually, that would be awkward. There's
2: a time and a place to be yourself, and there's a time and a place to do the job that you've been hired for.
3: I think that's something that's changing, though, in the, in the workplace, now that, that social media is so rampant, um, that the lines are blurring between work and outside of work, and you know, when can you be one person, and when are you the other, or is it just you're the same all over? Um, something that's that's different from you know the good old like nineteen fifties, where work was work and home was home, and you didn't really interact between them. I mean, you got together with the boss for drinks and a cigar or something, but that was about it. Um, so it's it's hard to say. Um, absolutely, because I mean, Ruchi, like you said, that that you've got furry pictures in your cubicle. Yeah. Um, so companies are trying to be more inclusive um, and and you can be your own self and your true self. Um,
2: But this is call center related for her. She's a teacher. And so for her, she's, she's looked up as, you know, the example. Um, She has kids that are looking up to her, you know, would it be appropriate for her to have furry pictures all across the, the room and maybe have furry art time, where they have to draw pictures of their personas or something?
3: Oh, I think that's taking it to the extreme. I think he could use it as a teaching example, um, especially in cultures that have a hard time of being inclusive, um, that are just normally closed off.
1: Or traditionalist.
3: Exactly, exactly, um, in areas. I mean, in, in Utah, where we are, is a, is a pretty good example that there's, due, due to predominant religion and just general kind of isolationism... That um, people are fairly closed-minded, and, and as an example, I, I worked for a local company. It was locally owned and operated, and I felt that I genuinely could not be myself. I didn't, you know, I didn't advertise that I was gay, um, and that's kind of when I started to get into the furry stuff. I didn't advertise that. In fact, I didn't really socialize. I only socialized with two coworkers, at, out outside of work, out of a company of like thirty-five. Um, you know, some of the other people, they socialized all the time. They hung out, had drinks and whatever. And I just, I did not feel comfortable with that. Um, so, using that as, as a teaching example. Um, so, it, Kira? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't go posting um, furry art all over All over the room, but as an example, when I was in middle school, um, one of my favorite science teachers had posters and things and and stuff that she put together, Um, and she could have easily put in, you know, like Disney Fox and the Hound or something, something that's not like, well, I pulled this off of FA, but I, I enjoy this. It's anthropomorphic, and and incorporate that into into the lessons or something. So, or, or yeah, as you could
2: use furry as, furries as a teaching tool. Like, for example, if, like, let's say you were an elementary school teacher and you had all the animals or whatever holding up, like, A is far for aardvark and you have, like, an aardvark persona holding an A. Like, that'd be cute. Exactly.
3: Exactly. B is and, for
2: bunny and you have, like, a bunny for something. That'd be so cute.
3: And, and helping that um, makes it kind of cohesive. Bringing, bringing it together, it's so, a way to keep your sanity a bit. Well, that too, and and if it's not out of place, because if you just randomly have have art around or whatever, and it, it doesn't make sense. But if you did movie posters or something um, to help try and and push home a specific uh, English topic, so um, like uh, way w a y versus w e. I G H or something like that. Okay,
2: she said middle school teacher.
3: Wait, she's the principal. Yeah. Well, it, did she teach English though? Yeah, she teaches English. In, she's uh, an in, English teacher in in Mexico. Yeah. Okay, that's so awesome. <laughs> no, seriously, there that really, that, that really is. So, if there's a way that you can bring that together, and and when I was in middle school, it a lot of the kids didn't really care that it it was the rambunctious. Um, you know, you're transitioning from elementary school. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna walk into the guy next to me and prove that I'm a man. Yeah, things like that. You're 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 trying to prove yourself. You're trying to find yourself. So, I don't, I don't know that it's it's really going to matter that much. Granted, I don't know the community that you're in. So maybe, well, it maybe is, it's a lot more conservative.
2: She's saying that during that time. I mean, that most of their students are are distracted enough by the beginnings of puberty. So they're trying to, like these kids are going through that stage of life where you're like, what's happening? What's going on? Well, 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 awkward well,
1: stage. Well, let's, let's style let's backwards just a bit and talk about just the work. Where do you, where do you draw the line? Like you were saying the lines are getting blurred
3: and well, the, the lines of, of your, of you right. as, as a person, I, I can separate myself from work and pleasure and outside of work and inside of work. And, but that's, that's changing that society as a whole is shifting, especially globalization. Um, that there are some cultures that, that Facebook as an example has, has a lot of meaning. If you're my friend on Facebook, you're my friend in real life. And, and you have to go through those hoops that we as Americans um, just for instance, it's like, it may not matter that much or, or, you know, you can keep those two separate in other cultures. It's, it's imperative. Um, that you keep it separate. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, well, that it's not kept separate. Oh, that, that in order to get anything done in work, you have to be my friend. And that's just a cultural thing. A but, good example is India,
2: but some cultures like you need to keep it separate, like in order to,
3: yeah, there's both
2: like, for instance, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is step in, I mean, I don't live in Japan, but like Japan seems to be like when it comes to their workplace, it's pretty like it's work. It's work. You go it's, and work. That's it. It's
1: you are very cut and dry. Yeah. yeah. What, what were you saying about India? I was curious. Sorry.
3: Um, no. So India is a, is a place that, that is, is culturally unique. i found as I've, as I've worked with, with people there and, um, done inclusion and diversity classes about it, that uh, being a friend um, inside and outside of work really is, is important, that the social bond, family bond, because family plays a very important role for them, but friendship is, is very similar to that, that um, you know, if, if a boss is treating a friend poorly, that you would stand up and walk out with them, and I, I've seen that happen that three or four or five people just walk out all together and it's like, you know what? You're treating my friend poorly. I'm done with this place. We are
1: a union de facto.
3: It, it kind of is like that, but it's, it's very similar to, to family. You don't treat family like, like crap and, and we stick up for each other, but that it's, um, with, like I said, with the blurring lines, uh, with social media that, um, if you're not my friend on Facebook or something or, or that, I friended you on Facebook and suddenly you're more willing to help me with things, you're more willing to, I can hand off cases to you or that you'll, you'll answer instant message conversations just a little bit faster because, you know, I care about you. Hmm. Um, that
2: does make some sense. Like I can see that, like how it's kind of like in the workplace, it's like, it's like going golfing with your boss. So like that's gonna help. Like that can kind of help you. Like being friends, buddy, buddy, with your boss, that can kind of help you to get farther in the workplace. Is that kind of and, and
1: draw the ire of your coworkers, <laughs> <laughs> which it will. You see, I, uh, I we we do need to move on to the next topic. But I was just going to say the reason why I keep it so cut and dried is simply because that way I know where the boundaries are very clear. But more importantly, everyone else knows where the boundaries are very clear. They know, for instance, don't touch my phone, which, I mean, that's already a rule, but it's like you really I stay sane in the office, but there's that very clear line. And I, I think, as especially as, I hate to say this, but as the younger generations come through where those lines are more and more blurred, we're going to see more of that bleed through where when do I turn it off, when do I turn it on, and how do I stay balanced and healthy as an individual?
3: Yeah, work-life balance is going to become a lot more... Interesting, I wonder if that will go away because uh, in my workplace where I work right now it's they it, at least the brass pushes it down a lot. Uh, we need to balance work work with life life, life being everything else
2: <laughs> but, but Tugs, do you feel like you have a dual lifestyle?
1: Um, no, no, I just feel like there's parts of me I don't take to work
2: because I do I feel like I have a dual life. Uh,
1: Yeah. Like I said, though, it's like if someone wants to come up and ask me, I'm not going to deny it. I just, I'm not going to CNN it all over the news play or over the news place, all over the workplace. There's no need. That's not why I'm there. It's like when I was talking about the, the bullying in high school episode, it's like, well, I want to express myself, but I'm getting bullied. Well, you're there to go to school. So remember that's your primary focus. So what do I do? I express my, my furriness through um, like right now I have an adventure time background on my computer because well, let's, Jake is a bit of a furry, even though it's kind of weird to think of it that way. I mean, <laughs> and so I, I paint it as a, I am interested in this show. Um, and it's, and I'm not really interested in the show j- because it's furry. Although that's kind of like a convenient crossover, if that makes you sense. You just like bake pancakes. Yeah, I it? do. I do. But I mean, <laughs> I'll change my background periodically and there'll be furry stuff in it. And people just portray it as, Oh, well, he's really into bolt or he's really into this show or whatever. And so, it it kind of balances it out. So,
2: in other words, you're able to kind of be there, but yet, yeah, it's a way of he- expressing
1: it in a healthy way. Yeah, to where it doesn't interfere with my ability to work. Because, like I said, I don't want to stand. Well,
2: and I think that that's the important thing. You, talk don't have, you don't want to have you don't want to have your lifestyle affect your work.
3: Right. I'm there to work. I'm there to do my job, do it well, go home and get naked. That's really what it is. Well, and conversely, um, <laughs> I've worked with some people that that. I mean, they're not furries or anything, but it was like, I really like guns or hunting. And it, they, that's all they talk about. And it's such a turnoff. Right. Because it's like, I, I don't. gun on their desk. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't care. Like, if, you, if it was there and you talked about it from time to time, it would yeah. be fine, right? But they just advertise it. And, it's, and it just got to the point. I, I think that's why I back off so much is I don't want various aspects of my life to come into the workplace like that. And just you know, be shouting it from a mountaintop, uh, per se. That's and, a very and good And I think analogy. that that would be yeah. really
2: wrong if you're a furry to to all of a sudden like step in and be like, I'm a fur, you know. Yeah. And,
3: well, you make a good
1: point though, because I have met the gun nuts in my office. So I'm like, oh, would you shut? Oh. Yeah.
2: No, I and, completely yeah, understand. And, and,
4: I know who you're talking about.
1: Well, there's 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 someone on my team that is like that, and I'm just like,
2: with uh, a really? furry or what?
1: No, no, they're into guns, guns, guns. And more guns. It's like shields is, is like going to the temple for them. And <laughs> it just drives me up the wall. The and, and so you know, that's a very good way to look at it from, from a different perspective is, are you the guy? Are you the gun nut with your furriness? Because
3: if you are, exactly. you
1: probably need to dial if, it
3: back. If it's tempered, I think it could be used. I mean, with with teaching with Kira, that, that you can utilize that in lesson plans. Um you know, if it's not up front today, we're gonna learn about furries. No. No, you just I don't that, I don't yeah. think that works. But you inject yourself in a healthy way. Yeah. And it's to keep things interesting. Right. Yeah. Um you, you know, I had a fun. chemistry teacher that would jump, do standing jump from the floor up to the lab table, which are higher than normal tables. Things things like that. And it's like what wait, what's going on? But it, it, it kind of you jostles you. You
2: can and, use it as an attention getter.
3: Exactly. So to teach. It, exactly. So I think I think if done correctly, it could be used to a beneficial. And it's like, oh, where did you get these? Oh, well, I'm, I'm interested in anthropomorphics. I think it could be an excellent um, inclusion um, and diversity lesson for for students to, and it also keeps their attention. So it it could be helpful, but approach it carefully because again, you don't want to do the whole. Yelling your gun out from the mountain top. So yeah. let's let's talk about when it goes wrong, shall we?
1: Uh, do you guys have anyone who has do you, that you know of or whatever where it's just gone wrong?
2: There's somebody that talks about sports like left and right. It's like, oh man, oh man, those Chiefs. Like ever I mean, I don't know. They like have, They have oh, like a God. football conversation like for the whole day. It's like, come on, work, okay. do some work. What Can what about we furry though?
1: Do you know anyone who's like just gone all crazy? And I'm a furry and furry pride, if that's a thing. Um, and I
3: haven't seen it in in the workplace. Uh, I've seen
2: it outside the workplace. Yeah. Have,
4: have we talked Where about the, the cat girl yet? That's what I'm gonna lead up to. Oh, okay. Because I was gone for fifteen. I, minutes, I
2: do okay. have one person that's like they they go around walking around with a a baby bottle drinking from it, Ooh. and we're at a like a, a public venue. And like somebody comes up and asks him, like, what is all this about? And he starts talking about like what furries are about. And he adds, this, like, he in adds the this middle twist. of his conversation, he's like sipping from his baby bottle. And I'm like, um, mm, no.
1: uh, well, it's about well, it. It would be like going to the park with a ball gag.
4: <laughs>
1: I mean, really, though, it, it is sort of right, yeah. except it would be like you know, around your neck or you pop it in and out of your mouth or whatever.
4: I'm here to play ball with my dog. Here's my dog. His name is Tim.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and there's... We, we encountered this with, with the local convention that, that we're running. It's, uh, we, we don't want to turn people off from furries, but how's the best way to approach it? When you get the news um, venues uh, coming up to you, well, what are furries? And, and they're trying to... As someone walks by in like a cat, latex leotard yeah exactly (laughs) and it's it it's difficult because yes there are outliers and you know god bless you you enjoy it whatever you do that's that's good but it's hard for the general public to digest so they kind of need to ease into it and i think i think that's the same with with both emails that that we've read so far that you don't want to throw you know, oh, I like diaper play and and taking a dump in the diaper and smelling it or something. It's like, you don't want to open with that. Hi, I'm a baby fur. I enjoy whatever. If that's your thing, great, but don't announce it and especially don't start off with it. It's like ease into it. You need to have some tact and some finesse and, and that's that's important.
4: Especially to vanilla media. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: It, it's a bit of culture shock. It would be like if you were mysteriously transported to a completely foreign country where you couldn't speak many words in the language and suddenly you're like, what is going
4: on? Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're a woman in Saudi Arabia. Like, if you're you a just, guy, yeah. You just completely. Yeah. yeah. You're I, can't, like, I
1: can't drive a
3: car. I, I can't do shopping can't for myself. Speak. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's like you, you don't want to do that to someone else. You need and, to be relatable.
3: And if, you, and if you can't, if you have a hard time with that, then you need to keep them absolutely separate because it, it is going to require finesse.
2: With that, I think it will be good to go to the next email.
3: No, no,
1: I have one story first. This is quick. It's okay, quick. go ahead. I have run into an awkward situation. Um, there are people at work who know I'm referring I mean, I have told some people because um, it's come up in social context or whatever, and they all understand, you know, I work is work. Um, But they will come up to me occasionally and ask a question on on the DL. And there's someone who was hired recently, and I don't know. I used to know their name. All I know is that people were coming to me as if I was somehow responsible for what, who we call the cat girl who was in training and was wearing an ears and tails and saying, oh, I'm a furry and I make fursuits and blah, blah, blah. And people came up to me and said, who the hell is this and what is going on? Like, what? This is not what I'm expecting. Yeah, how, how
4: is she related to yeah. us? I don't even know Do you her. you know her?
1: And I'm like, no, but I kind of wish she would go away. So if she's listening, it's nothing personal, but dial it back, please. You're making hell for other people.
4: Well, wasn't she approached by another coworker that knows we're furries, and she was like, uh, "You need to stop that." I was like, yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. I kind of, you I need kind of dial talked down. to her about that, and I was
1: like, w- "If you have a way to get over to her, because I don't think that person was in charge of their induction, um, and tell them to time and place it up." Yeah.
4: So, so I thank her for telling telling the other girl to tone it down a bit. Yeah.
1: So it, it, it just keep in mind, if there are other furries in your workplace and you may not know them, you could be causing some kind of havoc for them, too. Please, moderation. You
2: don't want to run in yeah. and be like, yeah, team furries. Yeah.
4: Exactly. You're a
2: furry. You're a furry. You're a furry. Yeah, we're all in this group together. And we come and meet and do stuff together. Yeah, we're so awesome.
4: Yeah, like I, I wore one of my pony hoodies to work, but that was on Halloween. So. <laughs> it's appropriate. Not, it's, it's not appropriate. like an everyday yeah. thing.
1: It's okay to disappoint yourself. All right, time for this email, shall we? Yep. It's from Traj. He says, greetings, rude tugs, and other living beings in the room. Yeah, in, response your, <laughs> in response to our your guest, question...
2: Our guest is checking his pulse. Like, am I still
1: alive? Oh, good. In response to your question, right now I have only one social media page. In one sense, this is convenient, but in another sense it gets tricky because it means I have to juggle different social groups simultaneously. Most of the time, I think my different contacts are too worried about themselves and their own lives to notice who else I'm rubbing shoulders with, which is perfectly fine by me. Your question clicked with me because I recently changed my name and other information on social media. Not too long ago, I submitted some applications for internships in my field, and it occurred to me that selection communities might try to Google applicants as part of their selection process. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm a pretty well-balanced aardvark, I figured better safe than sorry, since Mm -hmm. online security settings actually don't allow me to fully and reliably hide all of my data, I didn't want to risk some training director finding my page, using some vaguely furry things as well as things related to my other hobbies, my politics, my religious beliefs, and the like, and jumping to conclusions. I'll probably revert back to my previous settings once the battle royale has officially ended. In any case, it's unfortunate that furries have such a not-so-good rap in the wider world, so that professional critters like us need to take precautions like these. However, it's not all doom and gloom, because at my previous job, my co-workers and supervisor were aware of my furry hobbies and interests and were totally supportive. I was even able to show up in first field on the last day to the supreme delight and excitement of my boss at the time who loves the popular character I play. Now I'm curious. I found that you have to tread carefully, engage people's reactions to the minor tests and little confessions. I was fortunate to work in a place where I knew so many people were trustworthy, supportive and generally open-minded, especially towards so-called alternative lifestyles. So in the end, I guess all I can say is the decision when and how to disclose things about yourself is a balancing act that you often have to do in each new setting you enter, And with each new person you encounter, you gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And that's all she wrote. Keep up the good work, guys. Yours in fuzziness, Trash. That is a marvelous email. I like
4: that. I I liked professional critters.
3: But he brings up a good point, though. It's like I was saying, be tactful, be sensitive, be mindful. Because I've had some coworkers, I wouldn't wanna tell, you know, I was gay or furry at any cost. It's like. They fly off the handle. What? You know, they can barely handle their job, let alone, you know, what I do in my free time. I, I'm, oh, sorry to any, is... I'm sorry to any practicing Mormons out there, but I just, it wasn't for me. Um, but growing up in that, in, in the religion, and, and it does have a culture along with it, um, to, to be out there and tell people, yeah, I'm Mormon, so that in theory, um, people can see, oh, okay, well, you're just like me.
2: So I have another email. It's from Robert Lawson, and he's the title of this is Work Knowing About Me as a Furry on Social Media. First, I wanted to say that I have one Facebook account, one Twitter account, and three Skype accounts. As for work, my current job knows that they are like, oh, oh, okay, cool, but my old job... I walked, let's see, I walked off due to harassment and getting close to being fired due to my performance issues. Being late um, on loading product. That's all he had to say.
1: So, it has, it seems like based on that email, it kind of hits everywhere. Unload that truck faster, sir. So, (laughs) was,
4: was he getting fired because he was a furry, or... Or was it just strictly... Just it, was, it seemed to be an influence. Performance issues? Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: So, yeah, he has multiple accounts then. So, that was the time warning. Final thoughts, ladies and gents? Rude, any final thoughts?
2: Uh, just, you know, be yourself, but be yourself at the right time and place. Amen.
3: Was he a mock? No, that's... I think that's that's fantastic. Keep them separate, work and life, um, and allow them to cross on an individual basis. Um, don't go shouting, I'm a furry, um, you know. Wearing b-
4: tails and ears to oh. a professional There's workplace. places do that, that
2: you can express yourself. Work may not be one of them.
1: And remember, if your boss starts nosing into your personal life and you've clocked out, you can tell him to fuck off, and he can't do shit. <laughs>
3: But do it polite, right? yes, yeah. yes, yes yes I mean craft <laughs> um
2: make yep. it so that your introductions aren't necessarily include right first off, I'm a furry
1: just be a well balanced person get to know people, yeah.
2: people yeah. first, and then you know when you feel like there's the right time then you can tell them.
3: exactly feel your coworkers out, feel your boss out and and if they're skittish or something, mm-hmm. um then perhaps it's it's this is the workplace that you're not going to share your furry. <laughs> like the ball gag thing. You don't want to share everything <laughs> by all means, you know, our, 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 gun nut, the, uh, the, the overzealous Mormon, um, the overly Mormon, awkward guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, tone it down because we've all been there. We've all seen people that are awkward. We don't want to be those awkward people because that turns people off. And it also leaves a bad taste in their mouth and so the next person that comes along that is maybe less overzealous about the furry fandom might get passed up on her promotion mm-hmm. so people are always watching so always be mindful
0: for what it's worth truly is driven by your letters emails voicemails and more the show would be a lot more boring without you you make the difference. Here's how you can join in the fun. To comment on today's show topic, visit whatisworth.com and leave your thoughts on the show notes page. You don't need to create an account to do so. Email the show at cast at furwhatisworth.com for general comments. Roo at furwhatisworth.com, Tugs at furwhatisworth.com and if you're lonely, KORU at furwhatisworth.com can be used to contact a specific cast member voicemail is awesome and you don't have to type, so call 469-44-FURRY and leave us a message. Long distance charges may apply. Send cookies, packages, love and not bombs to PO Box 25394 Salt Lake City, Utah 84125 United States. If you would like to remain anonymous just let us know and we will keep it that way. Before sending items to the show Please be aware, we cannot return them to you for safety reasons. If you have original music or art you'd like played on the air or displayed on the website, send it to music at ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. If you'd like to keep up between shows, check out our Twitter, at ForWhatIt'sWorth, our Facebook page, or our Google Plus page. It's a great way to get your show fixed and see what we're up to. And now, back to the show.
1: It's time for... The game! The game! Oh my god. What <laughs> is, tell
4: me before you do that. Yay!
1: Well. Rue, what's today's game called?
2: Today's game is called... Return to Level 9000! 9000!
0: Spelled
1: out because you can't capitalize numbers. Would you do the directions,
3: please?
2: The direction says, being the idiot savant that you are. Savant. Savant. <laughs> so, <Severed>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am savant.
1: You Nathan.
2: read the instructions. Being the
1: idiot savant you are, extreme measures have been called for. The return of level 9,000. Oh, shit. You will be asked ten questions. Each correct question earns you a point. Each incorrect answer means you're still stuck in the 90s. Are you ready for your torture, sir? Bring <laughs>
4: Shouldn't Burring it be it. idiot savant, not idiot savant? Nope. He's an idiot, so Okay.
2: So who's going first? You go first. Question one. You ready for this?
3: uh we'll find out. This is the
2: most important quiz that you will ever have. Yep. The most important. Like your life is on the line right now. Oh
4: lord! Even more than your CCNA. Mm-hmm. I.
2: <laughs> so question one: What country passed the Human Rights Act in 1998? Abolished all capital punishment for crimes.
3: I'm gonna go with the Netherlands.
2: Ah, wrong button. That is the wrong. <laughs> buzz yourself. Buzz yourself. <laughs> that is not a buzz. Hugs buzz fail. yourself.
1: <laughs> that is a buzz. Anyways.
2: UK. The UK.
1: Really? Yes. <laughs> I did not know. That. Question two. Are you keeping score over there? Sure. Okay. Question 2. Big fat zero. Ready? This is your this is where it starts to get hard. Oh shit. Which version of Windows was the first to natively ship and support Egyptian hieroglyphics in Unicode? In Unicode. I'm going go with 95. I think uh, okay. Vista. Really? Windows XP and Server 2003 shipped with Unicode 3 and had support for future versions of Unicode through patch. But Vista was the first version of Windows to have Unicode 5.2 from the start, which included hieroglyphics. Ah,
3: from okay. Egypt. I was going to say prior to that, Windows 3 didn't have Unicode support. Question 3
2: What did the Scissor Sisters announce on October 23rd, 2012? They're pregnant. Uh. Shh. <laughs> Don't give hints. Uh,
3: I would have Jake Shear's babies. Um, their new album? Uh.
2: Nope. That they are on an indefinite hiatus.
3: Uh, oh. <laughs> yep. Well, now I'm going to go cut myself. <laughs> Question four.
1: the
4: opposite of an album.
1: How old is the oldest bank in Portugal? 423. Uh, wow. Uh, that was really close. 137 years. You were very close. It was founded in 1876.
2: It was close. Question five. It's only like 10 years off.
3: What? No. It's like 400.
1: Oh. Yeah, he was close. Question five. <laughs> I was like, um, I was like 300 years off.
3: Let's try that again.
2: So question five. How many aircraft accidents happened in 2012?
3: Oh, there were a lot. Uh, 28. 13. That was, <laughs> oh. As we,
2: let's see, as we air, we are at 10 for 2013. 2013.
1: They did not say it. One thousand nine hundred. Two. They said 1902. It's 2013. Whatever. Question six. Most of the acts on Madonna's Confessions tour were based on what? Um
3: her sexual fantasies. Uh, oh, that's totally true, you know it. Probably. But that's <laughs> not the official answer. Her sex. Tape. Her music videos. Question? Yeah, which are her sex
1: fantasies. <laughs> Alright, here we go. I expect Questions good things from you. How fantasy.
2: many children does Cher
3: have? Uh, just one. Uh,
2: what? Those.
1: She has two. Alright. Who's the, the other going? one? <laughs> Sunny. All right, question <laughs> 8. Yeah. <laughs> Why was L'Oréal's German headquarters, which was sold in 1991, considered to be a controversial structure?
3: Uh, it was a Nazi thing. That's building.
4: Wow.
1: It was built on land confiscated in World War II from a Jewish owner by the Nazis. We haven't
2: heard that sound in a long time. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: like, I, I almost
2: forgot what it sounded like to have a right question. Oh,
3: <laughs> Germany, I, I love you. I'm, I'm part German myself. Um, but you fucked up. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> no, I was going to say, no, no, no. It's it's like That's the only taboo thing. Yeah. It's like they've got kinky sex and shit, and people are fine. And shit they're 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 running the whole EU economy
2: So speaking of kinky shit Oh
3: God. how
2: old is Lady Gaga?
3: Um she is 27 <laughs> wow. She's a year she's a year younger than me and she's also got like a billion dollars more than, than me, me. <laughs> It's I think I'm like I'm so jealous uh, Oh
1: I'm
4: I'm old she's 5 years younger Question 10
1: What's our score? Uh, two. Two!
2: I want to say that Lady Gaga, I, I swear she's older than 27. No, she's
1: 27. I've seen her boobs. Question Stephanie. 10. They're saggy. No, <laughs> They're perky. How many units of the Sega Dreamcast were sold worldwide before Sega depleted console inventory in 2007? 120,000. 100, worldwide? 120,000?
3: 120, it was really... It was, it was bad!
1: 10.6 million.
3: Uh, the Dreamcast? Yep.
4: I still have mine. I still have mine. I like it.
3: There's a lot Boy. of people that like their
4: And the final score is. Two.
1: Two. Good job. You are the highest score we've had in a while. And that was on level 9,000. That is very impressive. Oh, brilliant. That's like two perfect scores on a regular game. You- <laughs> 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 Woohoo! Two. That's the scale. There you go. So I let's open
2: the listener bag.
1: Let's find the show notes. Oh, they're underneath the mail. Ha! <laughs> Alright Rude. lead need us on. Sound
2: effect for that.
1: I do. Will someone unzip their fly into the mic, please?
2: So, someone do that. Oh my god,
1: are you really going
2: Yes. Oh my gosh, this is happening. There
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna open that bag. That was a very small bag. It's very tiny. And
4: on that note, I actually need to go to work, so boy. It's been fun. <laughs> have fun.
2: So we have Kaney.
4: I don't know how to
3: say it.
2: Blue Paw, that sent in an email, says my pony's name is Golden Apple.
4: Yay ponies!
2: I'm half changeling and half pony. Giggles. <laughs> I'm a a pure blue foal named Keen, Keeny who loves belly rubs and cookies. Andrew. Yay! Somebody loves me. <laughs> <gasps> Hun, I'm sure that you'll find uh, I'm sure to find you at a con one day and a lot of cookies I can't wait for that day That'll be awesome Lots of cookies
1: That's it? We could be fat together What? Cookie fat Thank you for the status update (laughs) (laughs) No, you get fat from cookies (laughs) Do you have any comments on that email? I said mine Cookies Cookies, Mm alright That's all he's got in his mind Well, we're done with that now we move to Hazard's email. Can you Hazard, a guess, what it is? I've read it, but why don't you tell the rest of us? I...
3: Oh, I'm holding it. Well, look at me. <laughs> I'm not making faces at you for nothing. Oh my. Hi there, root tugs and Koru. Uh My name is Hazard D. Bear. Yes, pronounced Bear. I'm a 22 year old female radioactive black bear who currently resides in Northwest Arkansas. I didn't realize those were native to the area. <laughs> but I was born and raised in, and intend to move back to Southern California. Yay! I have been listening into your podcast for about a year now, but I started at episode one and listened to the episodes while I was at work, because it seemed to make the night more enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> I have been waiting until I was caught up in episodes before sending an email just because I like to stay current. I was going to send an email like four months ago, but I became very busy. Your show has inspired me in so many ways. It really helped me discover myself. Ah, I had been in the shadow of the fandom for a year, where I was just like, okay, this is pretty cool. These people are animals. I have always seen myself as an animal. I can get into this. And I moved from DA over to FA because it was just a better audience for my artwork. That's so true. Uh, then I saw an ad for your show on FA and decided to listen. And thanks to your show, I was able to understand and immerse myself balls deep into the fandom. Did she write balls deep? Oh my, that wasn't quotes. <laughs> that is going to be in the next show
1: opener. Mark my words. Balls deep into film that, that
2: was the first thing that was said on our show, pretty much.
1: Balls deep?
3: Going
2: balls deep into the fandom.
3: Yeah, well, it's back. <laughs> no, no. This is a blast from your past,
1: baby.
2: That was L's tagline.
3: Oh, gotcha. I first told my boyfriend one night while I was drawing furry art, Babe, I'm a furry. To which he replied, Oh, cool. I like furry porn, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Face> <laughs> that's <paw>. awesome. <laughs> and that's where you shared something and just got slapped in the face with it. But he's been super supportive of me. Much love to him heart i have been bullied my whole life even bullied to this day at work at work can you believe that and was concerned about what my friends and family would make of it but my friends and siblings apparently knew way before i knew as tends to happen because they were like uh yeah you're just figuring this out we've known since high school silly we love you but jesus you were slow which caught me off guard because i didn't even know what a furry was back then Your show has also helped me to find furries in my area. Thank you. I felt so utterly alone. All my friends and family live in California. I had no one out here other than my boyfriend, which is terrible when you struggle with depression. But your podcast showed me how to find other furries. I could not find any meats out here. So I decided, excuse me, decided to start one. I found roughly 30 furs in the Northwest Arkansas area and got all of them to join my group. We have had a few meets, and from what I'm told, everybody loves it. So I guess I'm doing something right, and I really owe it all to you guys because of all your informative podcasts. Anyway, I'm sorry for the long email. I just want to thank you for all the impact you've had on my life lately. I love you guys. I hope you all have a fantastic Halloween. P.S. Rue, I also get mistaken for a man, much like you get mistaken for a woman. Mostly at work, it gets hot, so I tie my hair up and wear baggy clothes. So I often get customers who come up from behind and ask, Excuse me, sir, can you help me? Excuse me, sir, can you help me? Since it's the south. <laughs> and then I turn around and they're like, Oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. I know that feel.
2: <laughs> I love the fact that now I'm I'm not necessarily doing customer service and all my photographers know that I'm a guy, so nobody mistakes me for a woman anymore at work. Yay!
1: What about the rest of the email? What? What about the rest of the email? Oh, oh,
2: okay. Oh no! <laughs> thank you so much for sending that in. I'm glad that the the podcast has inspired you. That's why we do the podcast. Um, you know, he was I'm getting glad... weepy. He
1: was getting a little weepy over there. Yeah. I was, I was touched. I'm like, oh.
2: yeah.
1: Every now and then we get reminded of the of the ripples.
2: <laughs> well, that's that's what gives us the the reason to continue the with the show, yeah. and the motivation is hearing these stories about the show actually helping people because that's why we have put so much time and effort into the show i mean we we put a lot of time into this show like a a saturday every other week is dedicated to the show and um it's good to to hear the little emails of you know that it's affected you in some way so thank you
1: so she, uh, I'm just making a note, putting it in my cap. Southern California, I have something to say about that soon. What? I'll tell you when we get to the housekeeping. We have one more email. Housekeeping! But yes, thank you, Hazard. Actually, after I got that email and read it, I went to Hazard's FA page and rated it. Really? Oh yeah, of course. i like to see who writes this. It's good art. Go check her out. Bing! All right. So we got this email from Binky, and... Uh, I got it, and I just had one of those moments where I step back and go, we have the coolest audience in the world. Like, you guys are cool, and it's, it's never going to get old. I hope it never gets old just to see how awesome you guys are. Cause we do have a kick-ass
2: we audience. We do really
1: have a kick-ass audience, and it's I'm still blown away that people want to listen to the little thing we do every other Saturday. <laughs> uh, but this, I was, uh, when we did the Robin Hood episode, I put out there and said, I I know we have listeners in the UK. We have a big audience in the UK, and we love you all. We really do. And I said, I want to know if someone who lives in Nottingham is affected by this Robin Hood thing or what the deal is. So write us. And someone actually wrote us. And I was just really? like, holy crap. Awesome. So, yes, audience, I love you. I love you. This, this is one of those coolest moments on the show ever list moments. So here's what Binky had to say. Hello. I'm from Nottingham and I just wanted to answer Tug's question on whether us Knot's furs are fed up with Robin Hood. I don't get fed up with it at all, I think it's a really good story. Personally, my favorite film interpretation would have to be Disney's. It does mean we have plenty of cheesy tourist attractions to drag the likes of you guys to whenever you come over. We do have a statue which is next to the castle, and the major oak isn't far away. We have a monthly meet in town which is a great social meet, but we don't fursuit as it's kind of a rough town. Anyway, a whole bunch of us are heading over to MFF for a few weeks, so if any of you are going, it would be nice to say hello. Oh, uh, and as for Oodalali, I imagine it was written as filler for one of the songs in the film. They couldn't think of something better to sing, so they just yodeled and Disney took it and used it in the rest of the film. It's definitely not a local thing.
2: Oodalali, Oodalali, golly, what a day.
1: Thanks, Binky Bunny. <laughs> By the way, congrats on two years for what it's worth. Yay! Is that not a cool email?
2: That was awesome, because it was just like, you're just saying anybody from Nottingham... Please write to us. And then it's like,
1: ding. I know. And our audience delivered. See, they are a good audience. We love you all. So
3: thank you. And I learned that they like it. So I...
2: what do we want to hear for next?
3: What, what? Oh, I was going to interject just a second where we're, he says it's kind of a rough town, so they can't or they don't fursuit. I'm just imagining like the, the entire town's like a bar brawl. <laughs> You're just like walking down the street. No, or something. it's a pub there. It's a pub brawl. It's a pub brawl. I wonder
2: if they had a first suitor that was Robin Hood. What what would people do?
1: Oh man, did you see the picture <laughs> that was on our on our website? Yeah, I did. That is the Tokyo Disneyland Robin Hood. Someone took a photo of it, and his face
2: uh, is kind of squished. Just, just, just I thought little... he was kind of cute. cute. was kind of cute. a little cute. chubby.
1: Yeah. Did you have any reactions to Binky's email that you wanted to share?
3: No, that's that's really cool
1: i hope you enjoy mff yeah oh yeah none of us are gonna be at mff i'm sorry we went into that whole rocky mountains thing we talked about where it's just really expensive to go east yeah and
2: maybe if like
1: and you have to and you have to fly and packing the show equipment that way go west young man go west
2: maybe someday we'll be a guest down at one of those (laughs) extensions
1: i see what you did there mr fisher (laughs) so if you like today's show Please leave a comment on the show notes page. Other people comment. It's cool. We comment. At least I do. Rune ever does. Uh,
2: what? <laughs> hey, I'm on Facebook. He so... is. He maintains
1: Facebook. Uh, but we, we are listening. And we try and respond to every comment. Or people who listen to the show will respond to your comment. Um, and then there's all the ways that you can contact us otherwise. But yeah, show notes is good. Um, and then Fire Breath has the rest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's Fire Breath.
1: <laughs> All right. Housekeeping or next episode, Rue.
2: So our next episode, what we would like to hear from you is friendship and the fandom. Has the fandom given... Has the the fandom given you friendships? How strong are they? What kinds of friends have you found? Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. How as how, I, <laughs> how has the fandom well that was your blunder that was my
1: blunder i typed <laughs> as instead of has oh my
2: how has the fandom influenced your social circles you know and also something i'm going to add to those questions is i want to know is how about like is all of your friends just furry or are you finding that you have more connections with just people that are furry, or do you have friends that are outside of the fandom? And how do they interact with your, um, your furry self?
1: It's a this this particular topic is something near and dear to my heart, if not the defining value of my life. So I am looking forward to this episode.
2: Yeah, it would be great
1: anticipation, with great anticipation.
2: So guess what? We have housekeeping. housekeeping. Housekeeping, as we
1: make various announcements and sorts of things. No, so. We don't normally do this, but because we really, really want to hear from you and we really want to hear your voicemails, especially. The gratitude episode will be the episode after friendship. It's our holiday episode, I think, right? Yes. Okay. So please, please, please let us know about anything you're thankful for. We take a time out from all the holiday shopping and me, me, me greed, buy stuff to just, Take, take a moment and look around and smell the you roses. You want to do
2: a shout out to somebody, somebody that has changed your life or helped you in some way, feel free. Send us your story of why you're grateful for that person or why you're grateful for being a furry or the fandom or whatever.
1: And Rue will get weepy and we'll all feel good. And
2: we'll all start crying <laughs> together. No, but in all
1: seriousness, those are those are fun episodes and it's nice to... Like I said, smell the roses.
2: We will have a kumbaya moment.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, other announcements. Southern California. Um, th- we are planning on taking the show to FC again. Ta-da-da. We're still working out the details. So, no, that is not the formal. We are definitely going to be there, but it's our intent to be there. Um, after which, half the show um, will be going down to Southern California. So, if you want to have dinner, um, hit us up.
2: You always plan these things, and I'm not along. i sad. <laughs> I cry. You know you're invited. I know, but it's just, I have I poor little fur. I don't have lots of money yes. for resources. I will be
1: embarking on a grand adventure, and I know that we do have a listener club down in Southern California, so I don't know where to find you guys, but I would totally come by and hang out and give you
3: guys lanyards and whatnot.
2: Come see us at FC.
3: Yeah. And if you want Ruchi to go to the Southern California, slip some dollars into his thong. Yes.
2: Ew. Bring me cookies. So that's cookies better. Slip
3: cookies and thongs <laughs> Slip into, into some his Slip cookies into his thong.
2: <laughs> I don't wear a thong. Oh, well, 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 wait. I will be wearing a thong at the convention in fursuit. My superhero outfit. I'm going to be Slip super Slip some rude.
1: cookies into his granny underpants. It's going to be a fun con. There's themes and all kinds of stuff.
3: There's, there's themes and there'll be furries. Yes. Oh.
2: It's going to be furries versus the world. So it is uh, kind of a Scott Pilgrim it's type. Video games. It's thing. video games. Video games, basically. Um,
1: something else. When we're at FC, we will be recording for our end of season special. And we want to have you there.
2: End of season?
1: Uh, well, it's way far away. But we start recording now for it and take our time. Um, so, yeah. Please come and watch the show. Get in on that. I think that's it. Do we have any other housekeeping?
2: We love you.
1: <laughs> really? That's it? That's it. Okay.
2: Have a good weekend. Have a good week. We love you guys. And we'll be seeing you on the flip side.
1: Oh, no. There's one thing. Oh. We will be giving away an autographed copy of Halo 4 from the dev team as a prize on our show soon for a contest. So you should keep listening to For What It's Worth. Really? Yeah.
2: Can I win that prize?
1: Nope. Employees are For What It's Worth. Their families and other loved ones are not eligible for any contests. Shoot. So no, your cookies aren't eligible either. No, no. No. Oh, do do the consuelo voice. No, no cookie, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, you fat keep you warm. (laughs) All right. This this has been
3: rude. This is Tug's Corey's gone. This is uh, and and I'm some dick they found on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Named (laughs) Dick. And Mark Dick. (laughs) And this this is Ben. For what What it's it's worth.
1: worth. For what it's worth.
3: Da da da. (laughs) For what
0: it's worth.